Hey, thanks for stopping by. This is Scott, and welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to cover a subject that I usually don't cover. So it is really what's in the news. Today is Thursday, the 14th of September. Um, it actually, it's a, I want to say it's 11 o'clock, uh, AM. Um, let's cover a news subject. I usually don't cover current subjects, but this is kind of applicable to things we do today. And also this is going to be controversial. So if you, and, and I don't know, I don't know all the answers. Okay. If you haven't figured that out yet, I don't know all the answers. You're going to get Scott's opinion on this. And I'd love to hear your opinion on this. And I want to bring in others as maybe this, this, this news topic continues. So I'd like to bring in others that know more than I do, because I want to cover the UAW's, the union's, um, um, strike deadline is today. Okay. The UAW United auto workers, and this hits home for me. I am, uh, live in Metro Detroit at this point. And this is an intimate topic. This is an intimate thing here in Michigan, the, um, the auto workers and, and what happens in their strikes. And I've got some knowledge of strikes from the past. I'll, I'll talk about those, but from what I read, and this just comes from news article. Um, and I don't know if there's, if this is correct at all, I, I don't have any inside information other than what I read on the news. And we all know that we can't trust the news. Okay. But that's another topic. They say the news says that, uh, the union is officially asking for a 46% pay raise, a 32 hour week with 40 hours of pay. And I, I obviously they're asking for other things, but just 46% pay raise pay me for working 40 hours, but I'm only going to work 32 hours and I want 46% pay. Like just the ask seems a bit ridiculous. Now I don't have any context to this. I don't know what the pay is today. I don't know what their contract is. I don't know any of those details. I do know that I read, um, that the unions feels they can get this because, and they can ask this much, uh, because other, um, unions have, um, pushed the limits a little bit and they've been given, um, uh, the companies have given in, um, in given them their demands or, or given them close to their demands, whatever it is. So they feel like the, I guess the climate for this is good. Like there's some historical recent evidence that they, they can win this. Um, but I think that's a, that's kind of a, it's kind of a brutal ask. Now, do they deserve it? Don't they deserve it? I don't know. I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to answer that. I'm not the one. I don't know any of the answers to this, but the reason I bring this whole thing up is first of all, it's, it's close to me here being the automotive capital of the world. At least it used to be at some point, Metro Detroit. Um, the, the, the tactics that the union usually uses is pretty brutal. I lived in Metro Detroit close to a manufacturing facility and I, I truly don't remember which union it was and I'm not going to give too many details. I could at a later time, but I lived where I could see the manufacturing facility. Okay. And this was 30 years ago. Um, 
and the tactics of, I want to say have softened because of the cultural, um, nuances that we're going through. It's just a softer general, uh, more gentle, um, feeling softness in our, in our culture. But back then, 30 years ago, the union had a strike and the organization, the company was going through this brutal negotiation with the union and they decided to bring in temporary workers um, that they would bring in to get the job done while the they were negotiating. So they would call them, uh, you know, temp staff and they'd have to bust them in. Well, the union didn't like that. And the union would do everything they could to have barricades so the these people could not get in the facility. So they'd have to sneak them in. They'd have to have secret hiding places and meeting places where they bust these people in and bring them in and secret entrances and things. And literally the union would be out there. The union would bust in union members. And these union members and these people, at least that I saw, they had they had burn, burning things in the front of the facility. They had baseball bats. They were very violent. Now, I'm not saying all of them were, but I'm saying that's what I saw. Those were the, those are the people I saw with my eyes. It was a very violent strike. And it was, it was, it was like you were living in a different world that the violence, the, really they were, they were negotiating by intimidation. Um, and that was, I don't know, that was kind of the, the way the union did things at certain points or the way unions did things or certain unions did that. I don't want to talk for every union. I don't know every union. Frankly, I was in going, I want to say going to college or something. I worked for unions, um, short periods of time. So I don't have any intimacy. I don't have any knowledge about unions other than what I see, what I read on the news or what I've seen historically here in Metro Detroit. But I will tell you that it was, that was an intimidation tactic. Okay. That was, that was, they were using violence. They were using, it was, it was really a, just a nasty, nasty situation. Like there was riots that were happening at this facility because of the, the union, um, battle with, with the company. Um, it was just brutal and it was long. It was not a short run. It was a long run. So it was, it was just an ugly thing to watch. Um, I think the union sometimes does that. Like they have the strong arm. They have the people, they, they use their people for, for, for certain things. Um, and they encourage that. Like, I just don't think that's right. Um, yeah, I think it's hundred percent legal to, to strike, to, to do that. I mean, that's legal, but to do it w with violence, like, I don't know about that. Like, I, I don't, I don't get that. And through this negotiation, um, what I read on the news again, okay, that they call this a, a stand-up strike. Um, that anybody that goes to work, they'll be working without a contract and they expect them to, you know, um, what they want them to do, at least what I read is, is do your normal shift, but refuse voluntary overtime 
attend local union meetings. What they don't want you to do is work slowly or refuse to do things or confront or argue or damage property. And that's good. I think the union is is good in putting putting that out, putting those points out, because I think in the past they've they've done all those things. They've worked slower. They've argued. They've threatened. It's just a violent process. As a matter of fact, this brings to mind, and I didn't even think about this when I started this. I actually worked for a consulting company many years ago again, and we worked in a union facility, and they somehow they found out we weren't union in a union facility, and they were... Let's just say they were aggressive. Um, they were very aggressive. When that came out, um, it ended that whole um, it ended that whole uh, agreement. Uh, they were very aggressive. So my my job ended um, because of that whole situation. We weren't union; they were union, um, and we were working in a union facility. I I don't know the rules, frankly. I don't know the rules at all. Like I, I don't come from a union background again. So my question is to you, what do you think about the union? Are they good? Are they bad? But what I bring up in this is when we in the, the white collar world, okay, negotiate, do we use union tactics? Are we strong arming things? But I also think, I also think that, yeah, sometimes we do do that. Like we do strong arm things. And I think this is, this is kind of an example of how many people think this is how you negotiate with violence, being aggressive. I think it's the opposite of that. Meaning I think you can, you can be more impactual with less threats. You can Here's the value we have. If you want us, this is what you pay. But I also think that negotiation, many people think in the job world, in the interview world, that negotiating is at the end. You get to the end and that's when you battle it out. Like a union negotiating team. You battle it out. You fight to the death. And I disagree with that. I think during the interview, the negotiation starts at the beginning starts when you talk to the person starts when you communicate how you communicate what happens how you answer questions you know when they ask you what are your salary requirements you're negotiating right then and there and my two cents is as a career uh, recruiter and somebody that's been in this for 30 plus years i think you better be prepared because then you're if, if not, you're going to have the union negotiating battle, sometimes ugliness at the end. And it's usually not going to go in your favor. You don't have the force and, and, and power of a union. You've got yourself. I want you to be prepared. If I can help you reach out to me, I do consulting work for negotiating, for interviewing, for, for all that stuff. Okay. I can help you guaranteed hundred percent. Unlike the union, I'm not taking a piece of your compensation. Okay. When you go to work and any money I charge, I will a hundred percent guarantee you certain things during our process. And they're going to be substantial things. So if I can help you reach out, 
But but if you want to do this on your own, be ready at the beginning. Be ready for the questions. Be ready to answer it. But also be the candidate that they're begging to hire. Put yourself in a position where no matter what your price is, they're going to pay for it because you bring that to the table. And it's all on positioning. It's all on interviewing. It's all on how you set the stage. It's all on how you position yourself and how you support that position. And then how you communicate your value to the organization. And then when they ask you the tough questions, why would we hire you? What do you want? What kind of compensation package are you looking for? And they may do it directly in a very you know, union strike kind of way where they're bounding on the table or they may do it real soft. Oh, you're a great person. You know, what, what kind of salary requirements do you have? Like they may do it soft. If they're good, they're going to do it soft. If they're not experienced, they're going to probably be a little bit more brutal, but either way, be prepared to answer that. If I can help you reach out, if not, just give me your thoughts. What do you think? Uh, was I too tough on the union? Am I not being tough enough? Are, are they, are they of value today or should we individually fight for our own jobs? You, you tell me, I mean, there's a lot of push back and forth. You know, we all have opinions on this. You know, I didn't have family that worked for the union, so I, I don't have any, I don't have any experience with it. And I, I don't, frankly, I don't know if I appreciate all of the value for the union. Um, I'd love to do it. I, I'd love to have more experience in that world, but I'd love to be, more knowledgeable. So if reach out to me, let's talk about this. And again, I don't have all the answers and I'm certainly never right. Um, very often, but if I can help you reach out, let's talk. Thank you very much for listening.